When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello and welcome to another Happy Pod. What episode is this? This is 97, I believe. Hello and welcome to the 97th episode of Another Happy Pod. My name is Nathan and as always I'm joined by my co-host and good friend, Lawrence Thomas Heisey. Hello. Hello Nathan, but no one cares about that. What's the show? What What are we doing? What's the show thing? Don't know, you tell me. I feel like this is another trap. I feel, <laughs> I feel like we've both got guns on each other right now. Well, on, you've, you've Mr. Big Bollocks over there. If okay. you, you can sneak in and do it all fine, then go ahead. Nathan, this is the show where we talk about pop culture, movies, TVs, games. The, or pop culture. Or pop culture, as we, as we, as we like to say. Uh, and we try and find the positive. We are not two incels, although we both have beards and receding hairlines. Um, so, so, so we try and find the positives uh, we don't always succeed but we like to give it a best go and we have a jolly good time while we do so but Nathan no one cares about that how are you? no no one cares about that no I flipped it this time no I don't care um, do you have a question? I do are you jumping in straight away? oh uh, yeah I guess you're right I guess we should pad yeah, yeah, I think we need to do a bit of padding. Uh, <laughs> we might struggle. I, I've had a tipple, but it has not affected my motor capabilities, and I'm doing just fine. I have not had a tipple, because I do not drink. Do you? I, I, think, I feel like we've had this conversation before, but do you not drink, or do you just, like, not really... Like, do you know what I mean? Like, you, you haven't made a conscious choice to be sober... No, I'm not sober. Because the last because... time you were here, you got last time you were at my house, you got yeah. rat assed. The last time we were together, I did get very drunk, and honestly, that was the that was actually the last time that I was drunk. Yeah, which was that's probably why you were so now. fucked. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely contributed. Um, and in between, then I've you know I've had a few glasses of wine here and there. Um, What's your wine? Is it still at uni? We, me and Nathan did this thing where we'd, for some reason, just get a cheeky Chardonnay every now and then to the table. <laughs> I like a Chardonnay. I like a Pinot. Uh, these days, I'm more of a rosé gentleman. Ah. Nice rosé. Are you yeah. an ice in your rosé, or are you like? You oh know? no, not at all. Not at all. I like it. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I like it chilled. I like it to be yeah. in the fridge for a little while before. But having some ice cubes in there just feels wrong somehow. I know what you mean, but then I feel like the people that say, oh, I, no, you can't have ice in your wine are the t- typically the people that wouldn't dare look at rosé. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I mean, probably. But, I mean, I'm not a, I'm not a wine snob. I'll drink anything. Yeah. I've seen you neck back a bottle of Lambrini before. Is that outside the UK? Is that a thing outside? Lambrini? Yeah. I don't know. To be if, if it's not... It's basically the most disgusting kind of grape-flavoured cider-slash-piss vinegar wine you'll ever taste. Yeah. And it's yeah, like it's... a massive bottle for about three quid. Yeah, it's not great, but it'll get you there. It'll get you where you need to <laughs> It will definitely take that, yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> um, but, but rest assured, come... Feel free to bleep this out, but come... I will be very drunk. 
I'll bleep the date, but I, I, I appreciate the sentiment. Just in case any of our flocks of fans show up <laughs> begging to come in. Uh, <laughs> Because it's your wedding day. It so is my wedding day. That is correct. Well, not today, but the day. <laughs> Can you imagine? It's my wedding day, and I'm like, <laughs> Where? I've podcast. got to go and podcast right now. <laughs> I'm in a broom, cu- broom cupboard at my event. Well, maybe. We'll probably be podcasting at least the day before, or the day after, or on the honeymoon. Who knows? No, I- we'll figure it out. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Uh, yeah, we will. Um, we'll get there. So, what are we doing? What we're doing, Nathan, is not technically recording the 97th episode. Well, no, we are recording the 97th episode. If you're talking, we are recording the episode that will be labelled as the 97th episode, but yeah. we're not recording the 97th episode in sequential order. Technically, because... this will be our 98th episode. Actually, no, it will well, be our no, 97th. It'll be, it'll be like our fucking 121st or something, <laughs> given the amount of fucking ones we've lost. But... <laughs> I feel like, you know that meme where, like, every time, like, a, a meme or celebrity dies, it goes to that picture of, like, heaven with an awful PNG of them? No. It's, it's a good meme. I feel like we need one for our lost episodes, because there's, like, this Hamilton, Ready Player I know One. The, I know the Simpsons meme. Because there's there's an episode of The Simpsons where Homer's mum is in it, and then she dies. Um, and there's the ending of the, the ending of that episode is just Homer sat on his car looking up at the sky, and it's just a really beautiful ending to the episode. I've seen um, that as your background a few times. It has been my background in the past, yeah. Um, and then what usually happens is in well, I'm in a Simpsons meme group, a few Simpsons meme groups. Um, they often post like the latest celebrity death onto. Ah, it's it, it's yeah. it's not that, but it's the same concept. Basically, we need one of those for our lost episodes, of which there are well, too many. Yes, so what you're alluding to, mm-hmm. if I may, is the fact that we have recorded our 100th episode Yep. <laughs> with uh, a special guest, and another special guest that turned out to be a surprise. For, for, for everyone involved. <laughs> for everyone. <laughs> we, was, we, we had secured a special guest, and we're like, this is going to be great. And then another special guest showed up, and we're like, oh, oh, this is going to be great too. Yeah. Okay. And what I didn't realize, and this will become much clearer in the coming weeks, what I didn't realize is this is actually the first time those two people have collaborated on something. Oh, really? In terms of uh, a podcast, yeah. Yeah, I guess. Well, I mean, he, he told me, so, <laughs> so I'm, I'm just going off what he said. I haven't done my research on it. We're, ve- we're very excited. So, three more weeks for that. Yep. Uh, so, is there anything that we can tease? Uh, just a one-word thing. No, there's nothing we can tease yet. You, you have to be patient. To... Uh, I, I, I will give a one-word tease, and that one word is. <clears throat> I probably should have thought of it before I said this. <laughs> <laughs> That's useless. <laughs> my, my, no, no, no. Okay, so my one. I don't know why I said that. Like I thought of it. My one-word tease. Is it's a two-word tease, <laughs> and it's <laughs> it's Chris Evans. I mean, yeah, it's not Chris Evans isn't guesting. <laughs> well, no, well, maybe, maybe he is. Who knows? <laughs> You'll have to tune in and find out. You'll have to come back on the um, when it, when is it? The fifth of December or something? Uh, the I believe it goes out the fourteenth of December. I could be wrong. No, you are wrong. You're definitely wrong. Tenor says I'm not wrong. No, really? Okay. Shit, 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 shit. No, no, you said it. No, no fuck, I it. am wrong. I'm... You said it. I fucking knew it. Yeah, yeah £10, please. Ah, oh, fuck it. Um, right, fine. The 2nd of December. No, you're wrong as well. Yep, sorry, I am. Uh, the 9th. The Tenor says it's the 9th. Tenor says it's the 9th. No, no, you've already lost it that. It cancels out. That's... No, it doesn't. I never <laughs> said £10. It does not cancel out. You owe me £10. All right, I'll tell you what. Um, we've had 10 minutes of padding now, which will fill out any dead air we have on this episode, mm-hmm. I reckon. Uh, I have a question for you, Nathan. Another happy question. There, There's the theme. Isn't that such a good theme? It's great. I was going to ask you if you could uh, have any funny person do a robot voice. And then I remembered I've already asked you that. Uh, Have you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I asked you that in the Rogue One episode. Um, So this time I'm going to ask you, what invention would you make that you would love but would be absolutely useless to literally anyone but you? Maybe there's someone else on the planet that could like it, but it would primarily serve your function, something that you want, a convenience for you. 
But yeah, you've got, if you don't know what we do, I ask Nathan a question at the start of every episode or we get 10 minutes in because we're padding for time. I will uh, give him a would you rather, a hypothetical, a yes or a no. It will probably be somewhat loosely related to the topic we're talking about, which today is Brian and Charles. And we will then, we'll, we'll, we'll revisit Nathan at the end of the podcast and we will we will see what he's been stewing on, what he's been thinking up. You trying to make the word count? No, I was just trying to. I was trying to go for it quickly, and then I realised, oh, I could segue beautifully into starting on Brian and Charles here, and then I remembered we didn't say, or I didn't say that we'd we'd come back to it later on. So people might just think, new listeners might just think, oh, they've forgotten about it. Nathan didn't even give his answer, but that's not true. We come back to it later on. It's a confusing format, <laughs> and now I feel I've really reached the word count. Brian and Charles, Nathan. It is a movie that we have watched for mm-hmm. this podcast. It is. Um, <laughs> Brian and Charles. Now, I had never heard of this. Yeah. You one day said, let's do Brian and Charles. And I said, what's that? <laughs> and you said, here's a trailer. And then I watched the trailer and I was like, yeah, that looks pretty fun. Why not? And then the more I thought about it, the more I realized this is just one of those indie, quirky yeah. film festival movies that... <laughs> Almost no one will have seen. Yeah. Um, the will go for I don't know an average film length, but it will just be something that is has a start, middle, and end, and not much else to it, and really not a lot to say about it. As in, the movie doesn't have much to say, or you don't have much to say about the movie. Uh, both. Uh, I disagree on a, on one part. Uh. I think the movie's making a pretty clear thesis of what it's trying to do. Don't be bad. <laughs> no, it's not. Be, don't be, be bad, is it? It's, well, <laughs> I mean, yeah, right. I mean, every indie movie like this, to an extent, is probably a little bit of "don't be bad." I feel like I've been unnecessarily harsh. I feel like you um, are as well. Need no, I remind it's, you it's... that this is what we do best? You you have suggested we watch a John Lennon origin movie that no one saw that wasn't titled anything to do with the Beatles or John Lennon. No, I, no, I'm being unnecessarily harsh. This is a fun yeah. little jaunt. Yeah, there's a there's a little man and his little robot. <laughs> it's a good. Which is always good. it's a fun little man and his fun little robot. It's a fun little man and his fun little robot. Um, it's it's in a nice little Welsh village, which I always love. Yep. I always love uh, Wales. Um, it's it's a Welsh village, but there's one main character that sounds Welsh. <laughs> Everyone else is kind of not Welsh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, two two characters. Are you talking? Are you referring to one extra at the end? No, the shop owner. Oh, she's a little bit Welsh. Yeah, I'll give you that. She's very Welsh. Oh, I, I don't know. I'm not Welsh. I wouldn't be able to tell no, you. No, you're not. <laughs> Man's never spend any time in comedy. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. That sounds like an infection. Does it, Lawrence? <laughs> Does the native language of Wales and the name of their country sound like an infection? What is it? What is is that then the name of Wales in Welsh? Comedy is Wales in Welsh. Yeah. I didn't know that. Comedy. Cup Cum- Cum- at the end of every episode of Doctor Who. Comedy. Comedy. How how are you spelling that? C Y M R U. I don't know why. I asked you to spell in yeah, Welsh as if that would help. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't don't bother with the spelling, mate. <laughs> if you're Welsh and I offended you, I'm very sorry. I didn't know. Plave comedy. Plave. I've heard of Plave. Plave means many things. Plave comedy is is one of their political parties, which I believe is striving towards the uh, nationalisation of Wales, as in like separating from the UK, so they can. Ah, oh, that's what that's what you want. So it can be their own independent state. I'd like to separate from the UK to be an independent state. <laughs> Me too. Do you want to sum up this movie or shall I sum up this movie? Yeah, go ahead. I don't want to. Okay. So there is a guy. Um, and that guy is... Brian. Me- Brian, yeah. And what Brian does... Uh, Brian. Is- <laughs> I thought you didn't want to get involved. Eh? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you've- I see you've already reached your attention threshold for the episode. Mm, stop it. Mm-hmm. Boy. Boy. We're both playing God of War. Let's talk about the fucking movie. <laughs> right. Basically, uh, there's a guy called Brian. He's very alone. He um, he doesn't really have... He says by himself that his life's gone a bit tipsy-turvy. I think it's supposed to imply that he's maybe, like, either divorced or, like, had stuff going for him and then it's kind of gone downhill. Maybe I... I don't pick up on any of that. I, I, think, I think maybe, like, he mentions that his dad taught him a lot of stuff. I didn't even know that he said his life was topsy-turvy. It's, the, it's one of the first lines of the movie. 
Oh, I wasn't paying attention. I, I, to me, he seems happy enough just playing along on his. No, own. don't get me wrong. He's happy enough, but that's I like that. That's kind of his philosophy of like you know he he builds Charles and then Charles doesn't work at first and he's like you got to keep getting up and trying something else. One one door closes, another one opens, and I like that. That's you know upbeat and nice. Um, and it's nice to also have like a a weirdo kind of loner character that isn't society has mistreated me and I'm gonna shoot people now. Um. On, yeah, on Robert De Niro's talk show, um, but he's not American, so he's not American. He's a good lad. He's uh, he's mm-hmm. having a good time. No, but he, so he builds a robot from this kind of mannequin head that he recovered a from a skip of robots, yes, and a washing machine, and then um, antics ensue, and uh, a mean Welsh man uh, on an estate kidnaps Charles the robot um, on an estate. Is it not? Oh no, there's a village. And then there's, there's this kind of. Alright, I tell you what, I love, before you said that there's not much, this movie isn't doing much by way of saying something. What what do you think it is saying? What like what do you think the point of the film was? Man builds a robot. Robot. <laughs> robot is essential. Uh, it's basically a fucking fly in the nest story. Yeah. Kid fly in the nest story. Yeah. Like parents having to deal with their child. You know, becoming a teenager and getting grumpy and then eventually moving on and doing their own stuff and all that. It's essentially that, but really, (laughs) the movie doesn't, in my opinion, Mm. the movie doesn't say, really say anything other than be nice. Which is good. And that's, that's a nice thing to you. say, yeah. Yeah, no, that's nice. <laughs> it's, it's it's nice to be nice. Yeah. I like being nice, but I don't know. <laughs> There's not really much more depth to it than that, <laughs> really, is there? But I don't think... That, does there necessarily have to be? It's a well-told story I mean, that is going for... Yeah, a story, that, a story that's been tried and tested multiple times, but like... Okay. There's loads of stuff <laughs> like that that you'll have watched and gone, no, nah, it's not yes, doing anything. that's... That's that's very true, Lawrence. Yeah. Okay. And if I may be even harsher for oh. just a second, okay, you're absolutely right. There's absolutely nothing wrong with a movie that is pleasant enough and doesn't really have much to say. Um, but then why the fuck are we talking about it? <laughs> <laughs> because I don't know about you, but I don't know what to say. Right, all right, all right, I... I, I but, right, my attention peaked from this movie. Uh, my, sorry, I, this movie grabbed my attention from the trailer. Right, they 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 hooked me it's with a that fun little trailer. It's a fun little trailer, and they hooked me with that. You know, that bah, Maybe bah, gave bah, away bah. a little bit too much. Uh, I would say it probably does a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, don't watch it. Yeah, don't yeah. definitely don't watch it. I mean, it. we're gonna give the whole thing away. So yeah, if you haven't, if like, just, I don't know, if if the impossible <laughs> situation occurs where you're listening to this, I mean, they're not. No one's listening. To it. It's true. Yeah, this is we're twenty <laughs> twenty minutes into an episode of, about a film no one's watched. Um, <laughs> no, I just I, I I see what you're saying because yeah, like it is a kind of a middle of the road thing, but I also think it's it's a middle of the road thing that's done really well and like yeah, there's also an nice. element of like there we might be the only podcast that does talk about this movie, so the people that do enjoy this movie that love it because this this will hit a niche of people that love this film, like adore this film because it's one of them weird little indie movies that people fall in love with and we come back next week with no views then <laughs> that's fine that's fine we're not in it for the views nathan that's what no, the hundred no, special not. is for yeah <laughs> look um it's no you're absolutely right it's it's a it's a nice time for the most part it's a fun little jaunt yeah um there's some good performances everyone does what they need i mean don't get me wrong no one's going to win Best Actor. No, no. Um, it's, it's not, you know, fucking anything you'll, I don't know, lose your mind over. But it's it's a, just a nice, pleasant time. Brian is there. <laughs> just listening thing. Um, <laughs> you are. What this sounds like is in, like, we're 20 minutes into this podcast, and it sounds like we're doing a non-spoiler vague review. And we're like, we haven't talked about anything specific. All right, tell you what. Molly from Sherlock is there. Mo- That's where I knew her from. She is Molly from Sherlock. She is Molly from Sherlock. That's where I know her. Got ya. I was that was really bothering me the whole time. <laughs> oh really? Yeah, I, was I knew just, that from the trailer. I know. I was. I knew. I knew she was someone. I just couldn't remember who. And I knew she was in something British. Mm-hmm. I thought Sherlock. No, yeah, but I was thinking knowing British indie movies, 
She's definitely slapped in a Doctor Who episode every now and then. She must have done one. I don't think so. Maybe not. It's impossible to know. No, I have a pretty good mind for that. You do do have a very Doctor (laughs) Who-centric... I can... Like, was it? You're watching Andor at the minute and you're just like, fucking Doctor Who. Doctor Who. Quite a few of them as well. Yeah, there there are a few some I've seen. Um... All right, I'll tell you what. One thing that I really like in this um, is that it's... It, there's... And I'll ask you what you think about it. There's almost an insane amount of establishing shots that focus on sheep. A what? An insane amount? Of? Of establish... What did I say? I know I said it wrong now. <laughs> establing. Did I say that? <laughs> there's an yeah. insane amount of establishing shots um, okay. that are sheep-focused. Uh, yes, there are. Do you catch that? Yeah. No, there was a reason I'm going into it. I'm not just like, did you like oh. the sheep shots, Nate? <laughs> it's just the way you said it was weird. Like, I was saying something, and then you just went, did you catch that? <laughs> All right. <laughs> did you? What? This is a fucking. Sh- this is one of the worst, isn't it? This is one of our worst <laughs> yeah. ones. You can skip this one. Don't worry we're just it. we're just two boys having a good time today. Um, no, I, I, what I liked about the, uh, all the sheep shots, um, was that they kind of came at defining moments for the journey of Brian and Charles in terms of the idea that Brian gets. Oh, there we go. We're getting some analysis. Yeah, no, it's a, but there, I mean, oh, oh, yeah, sorry. The movie doesn't have any symbolism in it whatsoever. Of course it does. It's an indie movie. Um, basically the first time, um, Brian gets the idea for like the mannequin head and the film kind of slows its pace from funny inventor to him having some sort of a purpose. Um, yeah. He he looks across and sees um, sees a man. Uh, sorry, sees a, a sheep and a little lamb, um, yeah. a little baby lamb. And he and you kind of you get the sense that like oh that's what he wishes he had. And I I, I don't know if it's saying like maybe he's looking upon like the 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 sheep and the baby lamb and connecting with that because he can't. Maybe he doesn't like resonate with like other people because he's clearly alone and doesn't he's he's obviously very socially awkward and doesn't have a lot of interaction with people besides uh, Mary from Sherlock um but I Molly I, Molly from see I, yeah I didn't even told you Mary's your mum Mary oh come on now <laughs> <laughs> um but I know I like that the, the sheep show up when like significant changes have happened so like there's another moment where Charles has Charles has been kidnapped later on uh, he looks out in the field. There's only one sheep there, and the sheep is kind of running about a little bit and looking a bit sort of like, where is this fucking baby of mine? Uh, and then later on, when he's clearly got more of a um, a relationship nailed down with Molly and more of a family dynamic that's healed, and the, he's accepted that Charles is going to flee the nest. Then there's um, then there's two adult sheep and a, and the little baby lamb, which I quite liked. Really, really focused in on these sheep, didn't you? No, I just, I just noticed it, and like halfway through, I thought, "Why the fuck is there so many shots of sheep?" <laughs> like, I was, I was really wanting to figure it out. I didn't give it a second thought, to be honest. No, I mean, it's, look, as a it's... as a man that has lived in Wales, or what you say earlier, turmeric, or what do you call it? Turmeric. What do you call it? Or cummily. Cummily. Right. Yeah. So you, but you, you grew up there, so maybe you're used to seeing more. I didn't sheep. grow up there. <laughs> I I lived there for two years yeah. when I was eighteen. Yeah, um, very much grown up. You don't, you're seeing point. all these sheep. And, and see, I saw a lot of sheep. Yes, there are a lot of sheep in Wales. So maybe, maybe your mind is not when you see plenty of sheep. Maybe your mind isn't as attuned to mind going. That's an unusual amount of sheep to witness. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I mean, there are most of the UK's population of sheep are in Wales and the north. So yeah, I mean. It makes sense that there would be sheep there. I guess no, but it's like it's it's like you can choose what you omit from a movie. Like he didn't just shoot those sheep and go, oh fuck, they no, have to be in the film now. No, yeah, it's clearly an intentional choice. Yeah, as is a lot of stuff. But yeah, sure, sheep symbolism. Sheep Great. symbolism. It's, it. it's good. Um, okay. uh, I'll ask you as well. Uh, since our Halloween podcast. Um, we have which was that what was that that was Scream 2 that was Scream of course um, we, our tradition yeah exactly uh, we've we've been we've been wondering what makes a Chekhov's gun have we I feel like we know I know it no least. no no but like I, I think it's been on this, since you properly told me the definition of it and I found out I'd been getting it wrong for like 20 years as you have with most things <laughs> oh come on Madam Hooched <laughs> um, I've been looking at it more in depth and I would say in this movie yes that a cabbage is a Chekhov's gun. Yes, you're absolutely right. Well done. Fuck yeah. Okay, sick. <laughs> That's good. I like that. It's... I mean, yeah. 
Sure. It's well, <laughs> yeah, I, you can apply the term Chekhov's gun <laughs> to the cabbage, and it fits the description. It's more just a recurring theme that pays off at the end. But yeah, I mean that's what a Chekhov's gun is, though. I, I wouldn't of, have called so. it a Chekhov's gun if it hadn't been used for in a literal gun, like people get it shot was, with cabbages. But a Chekhov's gun does not need to be an actual. No, I know, gun. but right, but the fact that it was a gun. I know, I get that, but the fact that it wasn't. Anytime we see a gun in a movie going forward, it's Chekhov's gun. That's Chekhov's gun. I know it. (laughs) Um, No, I I, I like that. I thought that was cool. Um, Do you do you know much about David Earl, who's the the main actor in this, who plays Brian? I know him from a uh, a Ricky Gervais show, which I used to watch Mm -hmm. and enjoy. But now looking back on it, it was kind of weird that Ricky Gervais just played a mentally handicapped man, and it and everyone was fine with that. Yep. Um, but yeah, let's let's segue here yeah. a minute for the runtime padding. Kind of a, a piece of shit, Ricky Gervais. No, I hate him. <laughs> just, just, I can't stand it. He's a lot of. Don't ever don't tag this as Ricky Gervais as well because no. you'll find it. Oh, I know. Because he goes will. out there and looks for like he types his name in on Twitter. Yeah, and he like if anyone says anything bad about him, he just says, oh, "Yeah, well, I'm rich, so uh, <laughs> crying behind my millions of dollars." Like, all right, it's true. I guess. Well done. And also, I like animals more than you, probably. So I'm a better person. <laughs> yeah, I like He's... that he likes animals. I hate the fact that he. Just preys on every other <laughs> fucking marginalized like collection of people or community out there. What Rick, what Ricky Gervais does is he makes himself being smart by writing these TV shows yeah. uh, and creating situations, which he then casts himself in. Yeah, and writes himself as the person who always gets the one up yeah. on the other person, yeah. so he can seem smart. And and that's just all he does all the time. Also, so. by the way, if you're listening to this and you're not British, we all say cunt. It's not yeah. a special thing that Ricky Gervais can pull out and the network will go, oh, all right. Oh, we all bullshit. do it. It's not half as edgy as it might be in America. No, it's, <laughs> it's just a... It's it's just a word. It is literally a word. Yeah, he, I call my mum a cunt. Oh, no. Come on, not Tess. Yeah, I, no, he does. He does write. I like, don't get me wrong. I think his writing is sometimes, like... He does know how to structure a story, yeah. But I would appreciate if he injected less of his. He, you're in the middle of a scene and a TV show that you care about, and suddenly a dumb character will come over and be like, "I love God," and Ricky Gervais is like, "Hang on a minute, TV show and pacing. <laughs> I got to do a ten minute monologue as to why you're dumb and I'm better." <laughs> I haven't seen um, Afterlife at all because I don't want to. Yeah, but I've seen one clip of it. Where Ricky Gervais, I think it's on my left, maybe not be, yeah. but Ricky Gervais was in a cafe with this young boy and they're ordering food. Oh, and yeah. The boy wants a kid's meal and then he will go, well, we'll have two kid's meals. And then the the waitress or whatever says, oh, you can't have that, that's for kids. And then it's just a whole like five minute scene <laughs> yeah. about Ricky Gervais trying to get around the weird way that you can't have a kid's meal if you're an adult. Yeah. And I just saw that and I was like, all right, I, great, well done. <laughs> you've, you've just made this woman's day a lot difficult. She didn't write the fucking rules, did she? <laughs> all you've done is just go out of your way just to be a dick so yeah. you can save 50 pence for your chips and beans or whatever. I love... Well done. I like that... I, I picture the Ricky Gervais writing room as him by his computer. He pulls open a folder that says, jokes that didn't make it in my most recent Netflix stand-up show. <laughs> and he goes... I'm just picturing him like he's reminiscing about when he went, so you know the thing I hate about kids' meals? And he's like, yeah, that didn't land. Maybe if I put it in my TV show, it's just free free content at that point, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, I don't like him. No. Uh, but yeah, no, David Earl, he's in Afterlife. Uh, he's, go- he's very good in Afterlife, but he's often... Basically, my overarching point in this is he's very good at playing a weirdo. But what I don't like is because he's very good at playing a weirdo, they often make him, oh, he's the real horny weirdo. And it, oh, okay. and it kind of yeah. undersells him. Yeah, because he's he's talented. Like I can't like like you said earlier, he's no one's winning any fucking Oscars here. This is not a best actor or best actress of the year. But what I think he is good at, is, and it's very nice at pulling back the curtain on everyone that's worked at retail or a part time job where you have to deal with customer facing roles. You've mm. met a weirdo like this. You just have because they exist. And what I really yeah. liked about this was it kind of pulls back the curtain on like how that weirdo lives and yeah they're a bit awkward and yeah they're a bit you might not know how to talk to them because you're 16 and you don't have many social skills or patience 
but like they're real people and they are they they can be very content in their weird little life that you don't understand and maybe they got a weird little robot that they built <laughs> yeah maybe they do have a weird robot that i can't imagine he's they, they, i know he did successfully see all around the world because it's in the little postcards in the credits yeah how did he? Well, how he does he exist? He's, I know, right, yeah. There's a lot of hand waving in this. <laughs> yeah, you just don't worry about it. <laughs> Doesn't matter, does it? What I was really thinking would happen. Uh, I knew it wouldn't happen, but I thought it would be quite funny. As you know, at the end, he's sticking his head out to like wave goodbye to to Brian on the <laughs> oh, platform. Just get yeah, off. just go through a tunnel, and his head would just go. He'd go, oh fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> 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 just completely gets cleared by a tunnel. Um, yeah, no, I thought that was fun. Um, I, I, I've done a lot of harping on about it. it. It is a jaunty, fun time. What do you like about it? I like the robot. Yeah. Uh, Charles is fun. Is it just a text-to-speech voice? I think there's a physical performer, and I think it's also based... It's obviously a physical performer. Yeah. yeah. Apart from when they pick him up and throw him on the bonfire. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, in that case, it's very much just like a mannequin in a thing. <laughs> Um, <laughs> but still a washing machine. Like, you know, he's strong. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> also, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, he is, right? He's <laughs> lived in a washing machine. I didn't. Yeah. I did notice that when David Earl has to pick him up, they they cut away for that one because he's yeah. he's not nearly half as big of a unit as that Welsh guy is. <laughs> no. Um, no, I think I think he's um, I think he's got. So he's got. Yeah, he's got a physical performer, and I know a guy voices him, but it's obviously run through like multiple distortion layers because oh, okay. a lot of this is improv. Yeah, well, that makes sense. Yeah, a lot of the David Earl and 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 um, sorry, a lot of the Brian and actual Charles stuff in when they're just riffing is all just completely made up. Yeah, um, and that's how they did it. I think they, this was a short film um, that kind of was a much more simplistic version of this. It was just them two in a flat, and then. They fight and Charles runs away and then Brian goes and finds him and then everything's happy again. Yeah. I suppose my only criticism of this, and I think you'll agree with it, is I don't think they evolved it too much beyond that for a feature. Not really, no. Are they they just... added in an angry Welsh bloke, but that was about it. <laughs> also, does he they... run a fucking cult, that Welsh guy? No. His family are all just knobs, but like they also have like the village barbecue that everyone's like, well, it's a I big think... event. <laughs> I think it's just a bonfire night, isn't it? Everyone goes to the bonfire night. Yeah, but he's not even like. It's just like he's burning a weird assortment of things, like. But they're selling things like you would do at a fireworks display. <laughs> I don't think you've ever been to a bonfire. Is that what they're like? I mean, yeah, they're just people gathering around to watch the man burn. <laughs> oh, leave him alone. <laughs> it's nasty. <laughs> Alright, alright, alright. <laughs> You've never been to a bonfire night in your life, no, have you? No, I haven't. Look at it. Lawrence learns about the common man. <laughs> <laughs> Lawrence never steps out of high sea castle as a kid. So. <laughs> oh, he gets a chance to learn about the everyday common. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, what's this? A fire, but it's not coming out of a chimney? What's going on? I don't recognise it. You've had a fucking sheltered life. You know? <laughs> I just haven't been to a bonfire night. I don't. How have you not been to a bonfire? You're fucking, what, 25? How have you not been to a bonfire night? I just haven't been to a bonfire Even as a kid. It's like, it's a tradition. I mean, maybe I did go to one as a kid. I haven't been to one in about fucking seven, eight years at least. Yeah. Out of choice. Because I don't see the point in them anymore. But as a kid, you get dragged along. I, I, went, to, I went to like firework displays as a kid, which seemed very similar, except the fire's in the sky and not... Well, yeah, firework <laughs> displays are a part of it as well. Yeah. Are what, they, they, all... are what, they're simultaneous? or? Yeah, it's the bonfire night and the fireworks. You have you have them both in one. I genuinely think I've never... I've like I've, Clearly, I've never done one properly because every fireworks display I've been to just has not had a random bonfire at the bottom. Do you, do you know what the bonfire is? Yeah, a little fire thing that people throw their shit on. Do you know why? For, I, I, right, Nathan, I think it's pretty clear that I know. But why don't you <laughs> tell our listeners that maybe don't know? All right, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure... All right, so because you've lived such a sheltered life and because you grew up in the castle, um, <laughs> you, you probably didn't learn, uh, or maybe you did at school, but did you learn about Guy Fawkes and the gunpowder oh. plot? So, right, yeah, but this is, this is the same thing, is it? Yeah, this is, this is what I know is. about so Guy Fawkes and November 5th and all of that, yeah. That's what it is. That's why you have the bonfires for Guy Fawkes. See, I thought it was just the fireworks. I didn't realise bonfires were a part of it. Remember, remember the 5th of November, gunpowder, treason and plot. I see no reason the 5th of November should ever, ever be forgot. I've never heard it past plot. I've heard the first 
stanza slash verse, whatever you want to call it. In hindsight, looking looking back at Bond, I always thought because I'm <laughs> we're just having a chat here, aren't we? <laughs> no, we're just having fuck the movie. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I because I'm. Very. I've always grown up. Well, of course, I, I grew up very working class. I'm from a very working class background. My family are all very working class people yeah. from the north of England. Uh, obviously, hate all Tory scum. Um, so I've always seen Bonfire Night as kind of like a celebration of Guy Fawkes as someone who oh. is trying to take back control because he tried to blow a parliament because he wasn't happy with it. Yeah. Um, but looking back on it now, it's. It's very much the opposite of that. It's very much, oh no, we're going to punish him. We're going to burn him alive yeah. and all celebrate as fireworks oh, so, go off in so the you, sky. So you thought you were going out for his, to, to finish Guy Fawkes' mission, are you? Uh, yeah, we're wearing our V for Vendetta masks. We're all there, <laughs> like, V for the revolution. <laughs> we're all ready to overthrow Parliament. Yeah. As we often are in my house. Of course. Um, <laughs> but... But no, it's very clearly just Tory propaganda. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> formed into a holiday. Oh my god, that's brilliant! One of our weird British traditions to keep us all in line. I, um, I'll be honest. When I was a child, I never thought about it beyond this is where I can go to get a budget lightsaber that is multicolored. You don't go there for a lightsaber. You go there for a toffee apple. We grew up in very different parts of the country. <laughs> oh, we did. Yeah, you probably had your. <laughs> Caviar and smoked. Yeah, salmon. me, me oh, in Cambridge. He <laughs> never had a toffee apple. Uh, tell a lie. I have, but it was when I was twenty-one at Winter Wonderland. Oh fucking! Hell, of course. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good time. I'll be honest. I liked it for a few bites, and then I thought this is really irritating to eat. It is. Yeah, it's, it's great for the first few bites or so, but then you're like, you then you realise it sets in the. This is going to take you like at least an hour. Yeah, and I don't have through. I don't have the patience to be holding that for an hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just throw it in the bin. Yeah, it brushes um, alongside just... anything. Uh, you say you're wearing a coat, yeah, it's... brushes alongside that, and you now got a furry apple. Ruined. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Flies on it or everything. Yeah. True. Bad. Bad stuff. Anyway, thanks um... for listening to our review of Bonfire. <laughs> <laughs> what else should we talk about? <laughs> <laughs> Let's do Christmas next. I like that the um, this is I, clear, I, I can see that this is me just reading my notes at this point, just scrambling for any content. No, go on, go on, uh, just read them out verbatim. I want to make it very clear. I like this movie. It that, that Nathan is necessarily yes, I do, I do too. It's just not much to talk about in it. Yeah, it's 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 a movie that you watch and you go, oh that was fun, and then you never think about it again. Yeah, I think you're right. It's it's a pleasant time. You can have a nice hot chocolate. And a, uh, and a, a, I don't know, a Snickers whilst you watch it. Whatever you like to do on an evening to relax. I di- I, do you know what? In, I did have a hot chocolate and I watched it this morning, which I can see is extremely weird. You had a hot chocolate in the morning? Well, when I say morning. Sort like of a t- monster, are you? No, like, like 10am, late morning. So the morning <laughs> for you, perhaps. I'm up at five and 5.45. Well, <laughs> Alright, great, well done. What time you doesn't get up doesn't change what the morning is. No, but it's like late morning, isn't it? Uh, for, for example, no, but I think you can perceive it differently. If I woke up at oh, nine, yeah, sorry, I forgot. You're <laughs> this is the man who also order himself a Subway or a Burger King. I like no, I know, no, I don't. Do, Subway, I'll admit to. I've never done a Burger King that early. I don't think you can do a Burger King that early. I'm sure you'll find <laughs> not for lack of trying. After all, um, all right, I'm just going to read my notes verbatim. Um, uh, th- this was fun. Uh, we always like to see a, a random British film produced by Channel 4 and the National Lottery. Um, yeah. It's, always, it's yeah, just a mark of we really needed some money here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, but I like it. it this, this is a classic kind of success story in terms of uh, a true indie picture. Script was written about 10 years ago. It was a short film that was critically acclaimed. It became a feature film that no one will watch. That is the the life cycle of most indie movies. Yep. But if you happen across it, like we have said, even though there's not much to say about it, it is a, it's a good time. Good, good fun 90 minutes we love a short one we do we love a breezy boy um I've, I've said that the outside is cold but his house despite it being kind of lonely and you know you see it you see a guy comes around to do the to like have a look at his his electric meter um he's clearly a bit uncomfortable in it because it's obviously very homely to how brian likes it and messy um but i like that it's lit in a really warm kind of you know you got your yellows and your oranges and it's a, it's a really warm nice environment it's not like even though he's 
in a zipped up hoodie and jumper for most of the movie, clearly expressing that he is cold as shit and, and, and maybe doesn't pay for his heating or anything like that. He's obviously still very happy and content, which I which I liked. It was nice. Do you think that this movie implied at any point that it was almost telling the story of Frankenstein's monster? No. Specifically because Charles doesn't work, and then there is an electrical storm, and then Charles works. I, I see what you're grabbing at. Yeah. But Frankenstein's monster is more the fact that it's like a, a collection of people yeah. all stitched together to form one being. Is he multiple people, Frankenstein? Yeah, that's this whole deal, man. He's like oh. this person's arm, this person's leg, this person's brain. Oh no, his like physical body. I thought you meant like the amount his brain was the amalgamation of multiple people. <clears throat> no. Okay. No. He has one brain. Yeah. But of course the real monster is Dr. Frankenstein. That is true. That is true. Something to think about. I bet I'm the first person to bring that up. Yeah, I think he might be. I think we should go into that right now. Um, (laughs) I've said uh, um, he sings he sings Charles a lullaby and it was it made me cry. It was extremely heartwarming and I loved it. When did he sing Charles a lullaby? When Charles was getting stressed out and he sung him it was either Silent Night or the other one. Oh yeah, so he did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Good time. Where are you? I'll tell you what, we'll, we'll, wrap, we'll wrap up here because somehow yeah. we're approaching Let's. time. Um, yeah. well, I've got one one kind of thing to ask you. What do you, th- right. what do you think about the, um, the subplot in this where it's kind of debated as to whether Brian is a coward, whether it's even right to be a coward, whether... Is that a subplot or is that just something that happens? No, I think it runs throughout because you see that almost the entire village cowering away from this angry Welsh man. He, he, he leaves, like, he... He leaves Charles in his care, and Charles very almost burns on a bonfire because of it. And he yeah, even goes yeah. over to him. He could, if he needed to, smack him and run away, but he he doesn't. And I I, I don't know. I just think that's an interesting choice. But where are you at? Because we, I don't. I hate it. And I was really, really hoping it wouldn't be a toxic masculinity. I'm gonna go in, punch him, and save the day at the end of it all. Yeah. I, I would have hated that. And it wasn't yeah. that. But where are you? Where where were you at with it? Um. Oh no, he's got nothing. He's got nothing. Oh no! <laughs> yes, uh, <laughs> it's <laughs> fucking hell, Lawrence. <laughs> it's um, I don't know. I didn't like that. Wasn't it? Didn't fucking hell. Didn't occur to me. It just blew over. I don't fucking know, man. These. <laughs> How do you watch movies? Are you just like now that is happening? Now this is happening. You know, no, this, that's not. I, I haven't picked something out of thin air. That's in the no, film. No, you haven't. You're right. That's that's there. Yeah, it's a part of the movie. But again, there's not much there, though, is it? This is my problem. It's just all like here is a thing that happens. Sure, it's great that Brian is able to build up his courage and able to. Um, take down that other guy whose name I forgot in a way which doesn't just involve him suddenly being a tough guy and going to beat him up. Yeah. Sure. He used his brains instead of his brawns. Great. Good stuff. Story I've seen a million times before. <laughs> all right, all right, fine. <laughs> it's, it's there, it happened. I liked his, his shit inventions and that he used a shit invention to defeat him. Yeah. What was it? Is Thwacker or something? Whatever yeah, it was. I believe it was referred to as the Super Shover. The Super Shover. Great, good stuff. It looked pretty decent. He went... He did. Fl- he he flew. flew. Yeah. He did. He probably had some sort of concussive damage after that. Um, but yeah, good thing. <laughs> One point, when he, when he fired the cabbage gun and his car slowed down, I was like, is it going to blow up? Has he killed a man over a robot? <laughs> So. Yeah. Um, all right, fine. Uh, Nathan, at the start of this, uh, I asked you if you could make any kind of invention that you would greatly benefit from, but oh, fuck would yeah. seemingly be useless to anyone else. Uh, what would you? What would you go for? I would invent uh, a. This is probably already a thing, um, but I would invent a button that I could put on my desk right here. Um, and when I press that button, my computer setup switches from my work computer to my personal computer, 
without me having to change any wires or plug anything in. Okay. Are you dealing with a lot of wires? Not really. I have it all configured through to one USB-C plug-in, which <laughs> I take out of my MacBook and I'll plug into my work Would it? Would this button like swap over the placement on your desk of the laptops and everything? Uh, yeah, yeah. I think it would just... have to, otherwise you've just traded in one hand gesture for another one. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but it's obviously it's a lot easier to press a button than it is to pull out a thing and plug it in. And yeah. then I change keyboards and everything, so that's fair. So it would do that. I I'll take that if it would if it does your whole setup for you. Yeah, it changes my whole setup over with the click of a button. Maybe even logs you in for good measure. I know, I know you don't want that because then all your stuff is a button away from everyone. Yeah, exactly. Or your encrypted stuff. <laughs> like, there we go. Like these files. <laughs> these... I mean, there's 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 almost certainly a way to do that somehow, but yeah, probably. But you'll have to watch like eight YouTube tutorials to find out how to configure it all. And yeah, better to just invent a magic button. Yeah, I think a magic button, especially when you in this podcast you have the means to do so. Mm-hmm. A magic button is better. If somehow you made it through this far, which you didn't, let's be honest. But if you did somehow. If you, the one person listening to this, made it this far into this episode, then look, they can't all be winners, all right? Every now and then, <laughs> we just we just got to... Lawrence has to suggest a movie where we have nothing to say about it, and then... In my defense, when I suggested this, I hadn't seen it. Maybe you should have watched it first. No, it happens! It happens! We've done it before. We've gone in blind on things before. We've never ended up in this scenario. No, it's true, it's true. This, this one is a first. But look... Like I say, they can't all be winners, but we do have a winner in the books, though, we, don't we, Lawrence? We, we have, have one stored. We have one edited. Uh, it's on its way. I'm really taking my time with it. As you should. It's yeah. in the process of being edited. We have two, not one, but two special guests. One you have heard before, mm-hmm. and one that you know of, maybe. I would imagine so. There. Yeah, I'd imagine so. Most of our new listeners came from that other guest. Yeah. And if you know him, I know... Oh, we're getting a bit too close for it Hey! Oh! (laughs) A little sizzle. Let's be honest, if you care enough, you've figured it out by now. (laughs) Maybe. But hey, look, a little sizzle. It's going to be a great time. Yep. Mate. He's done it. He has confined it to one word like he said he would. I liked it. (laughs) Uh, as Nathan said if you have made it this far you are you're you're one of the you're you're a real one you're a boy a true MVP you you, you back it and we back you and we thank you very much Uh, you can uh, give us a little follow you are cordially invited to follow us at another happy pod on TikTok Twitter and Instagram uh, where we post little updates um, and TikTok's the- coming back for the 100th episode, baby. Yeah. Saying it here now. Once the 100th episode is out, I will. I'll be foolish not to. You'd be very <laughs> foolish not to. Yeah, I'm gonna take advantage of that and make some TikToks. I think we'll work. So, on, I think we'll work on that one together and get them in. Get them that's done. That's fair. Um, yeah. So yeah, TikTok's making a comeback. Give us a little follow there. Um, and uh, if you like this, you can uh, have. Uh, maybe maybe give us a little review. I've noticed if you go on the top of our Spotify, it tells you that we've had twenty reviews. Um, oh really? Yeah, twenty reviews. We're averaging at like. Can you read them? No, I don't think you can. I don't know. Maybe oh, okay. there's a way of when we're logged in on on our provider or not. But like reviewers on Spotify, I've, I'm not even sure that you can write a review. I think it is just a tap. I think it is a number because it's given us yeah. a number like four point something average. So. Well, there you are. So, well, whoever's not top five stars, I will kill you. Um, but go out there, type, tap five stars on Spotify, and then go over to Apple Podcasts and do the same. Just, just cheat the numbers. Yeah, cheat the numbers. Listen, it very, it very much so helps us out, and we are actually actively trying to make this podcast better. Uh, yes. And around about episode seventy, we went. We should really focus on this a bit more, <laughs> yeah. and and we're trying to do that. Um, we're trying to make it more enjoyable and appealing. We enjoy it. But hey, we also enjoy money. No, come on, (laughs) money and your time. We will capitalize on your content and your energy. Give it to us for money. Yes, and stay tuned for something else in the works, which we will keep teasing. We will keep teasing. Separate to the hundredth episode. This episode is mostly plugs. At this yes. point, <laughs> for stuff that we're not even telling you about yet, as well, it's banner and secret plugs, so <laughs> and 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 some plugs. light talk about British customs. Yes. Uh, so there we go. <laughs> Maybe we should have a new segment where we teach Lawrence about just everyday, <laughs> the 
the working man's culture, <laughs> of which he has never known. Nathan, what is the pound sterling? <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, so, yeah, where are we? Come back next week where we're doing this. How long we hang on, how far we get, how many of us make it out, all of that is now up to us. What a fun, spooky time for everyone involved. Why was this spooky? I don't know. (laughs) You've defaulted. You've you've gone back. You've gone back to Nathan, who's like, um, half here. What a a fun time. What a great time. What a happy time. What a happy pod. Thank you for listening. (laughs) My name is Nathan. Thank you for joining me, Lawrence, on my podcast. You're welcome, Uh, mate. (laughs) And we'll see you next week. Same time, same place. Same outfits. I will not shower. Oh, you should. I'm a dirty boy. Oh. What can I say? I don't like this. <laughs> I don't either. I don't like, I don't like any of this. <laughs> <laughs>